presence of God. Every blessing that he gives to you will not break you. If your wife is fat, she is just good for you. There are some, there are some who want that fat, but they can't find it. Everything that he gives to you, he doesn't add what? Knowing Jesus is a revelation. If you are here today, you must be free. You must be free. You must be free. And the Bible says, in John 21, After this thing, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way he showed himself. Simon Peter called the twin, Nathaniel of, of Canaan in Galilee, the son of Zebedee. And two others of his disciples were together. Then Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. The original plan was prepare yourself for the ministry. You are entering into the ministry. But now Jesus was somewhere and Peter said, I am going back to my fishing. I'm going back to my profession because I need a living. I want to leave. But that was not the original plan of God for him. And the Bible says, as he says so, the other disciples said, we go with you. And all of them went a fishing. Don't just follow anybody. Do you hear me? Don't just follow anybody. There are some who have made wrong decisions. And those wrong decisions have led many people into problems. And they said, we are going with you. They went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. When you are out of God's will, many times you will not succeed. When you are out of God's will, you will toil and toil. And instead of having blessings, you can have any other thing, which I don't want to name. And so the Bible says, throughout the whole night, they toil. They toil and toil and toil and caught nothing. Why? Because that was not the original plan for their lives. And I want you to think this morning, whether you are in the original plan of God. Now the title of my message is Restored and Commission. Restored and Commission. Now, but the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. You see, when you are doing something else and Jesus appears, you might not know that he is the one. When you are where you are not supposed to be, when you are doing something you are not supposed to do, when the master appears, you can say he looks like, but he's not really him. You become blinded. And so they didn't know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, children, have you any food? Have you any food? This is a master. Oh, you can see the love of God displayed here. Now, they left the original plan. 
went their own way, yet Jesus came to the seashore of Galilee and stood there and asked them, Children, have you any food? Have you eaten? This shows us that God loves us in spite of our weaknesses. I don't know the condition of your life. I don't know the condition of your heart. But I want to submit to you that there's somebody who loves you Amen. more than what you think. Amen. And his name is Jesus. Amen. Yes, you, must, you might have gone away from God. You might be doing something that is wrong. But Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, who loves you so much, has come back to you. And stretching forth his hands, he says, children, have you eaten? God is saying to you this morning, I want you back. Amen. God is saying to you this morning, I want you back. Oh, my child, you have not eaten. What you've been eating has been from the garbage. I have come back to you in spite of your rebellion. I've come back to give you food that will satisfy you, the food that will keep you for many years and for eternity. Have you eaten? Come back. And they answered no. They were serious. They were truthful. There are some people when you ask them, how are you? Are you suffering from this or from that? They, they lie to you. But they were serious to say, no, we've We've not caught anything, and we have not eaten. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved <laughs> said to Peter, it is the Lord. Now, when Simon heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, and plunged into the sea. He was a good swimmer. The sound when John said, oh, that is the voice of the Lord. That is the Lord. Oh, Simon Peter. You see, there's something always in the heart of a lover. Simon loved the Lord, but there was something inside him that distracted him. But whenever he found out that it was the Lord. His heart went back to him. He said, is that the Lord? And then he dived into the water and began to swim towards the master. But the other disciples came in the boat later on. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Jesus miraculously prepared this fish for them. He knows how to bring us back. Imagine someone who has disobeyed you. Someone who is not living according to your plans. And you continue to get closer to him and want to bless him and then you are like, I have prepared food for you. Before they came to the land, there was fish prepared miraculously by the Lord Jesus because he wanted 
to bring them back. That is always, that is always the desire of our God to bring us back to fellowship. To bring us back to fellowship. He does everything to bring us back to fellowship. You've gone so far. You've gone so deep. You've gone so high. He makes every way possible to bring you back to himself because he loves you. And Jesus said, bring some of the fish which you have caught. So Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish. 153. Large. When you say, when the Bible says large, it means large. Have you ever seen a large fish? They were not small, small fish. Large. And they were 150. And the miracle in this is that the net was not broken like in other times. When you are in the presence of God, every blessing that he gives to you will not break you. Amen. The blessings he gives to you will not break you. Amen. The Bible actually says he gives his blessings and he does not add sorrow to them. And so the fishes were big, big fish, large, because they were miraculous fish. When God wants to bless you, he doesn't give you something that you don't like. If God wants to bless you with a wife, with a husband, he will bless you with the one that you, you like, you love. You will not say, well, let me just manage because H is running on me. No! You will like, you will love that person. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Every blessing from God, you will love it. Because he sees you, he knows you, and whatever he gives to you, he gives because he has blessed it. And he will place in your heart to love that thing. That is why you see different people love different people. What I love, you might not love. What you love, I might not love. Okay? Is somebody hearing me? Now look at yourself, those of you who are married. Look at your partner. Your partner is just for you. Another person may say, mm, I don't, I don't, uh, that man, that man is too... Yes, it's too for him, uh, for you. But for his own. Wonderful. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Wonderful. It's a blessing from God. And so God makes you to love it. So he gives blessings. So that's why you don't need to, to compare your own thing with another person's thing. Yours is yours. Because God is in it. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. If your wife is fat, if your wife is fat, she is just good for you. There are some, there are some who want that fat, but they can't find it. Yeah, they can't find it. There are some who are very thin, very thin. It's just good for you. 
God bless that one for you. And so you take it. Don't say, I wish I had a... Oh, I wish I had a... No, it's a blessing that the Lord has given to you. It's a blessing that the Lord has given to you. Everything that he gives to you, he doesn't add what? So. You will like it. The fishes were big. And they never broke the nets. Amen? Amen? What is mine is mine. What is yours is yours. So you keep that which is yours. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast, my children. Come and eat breakfast. Come. Oh, the love of the Father. As I said before, might be you are here this morning. You've done something that no one knows about it. Your heart is condemning you. God says, come. Come back to me. Come and eat. I will help you. I will raise you up again. This is not the end of your life. Come back to me. I love you with an everlasting love. Come and eat. They just knew inside them that this was Jesus. Nobody talked. And this is the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is the third time at the Sea of Tiberias. Listen. Many people would have thrown you away because of your lifestyle. Because of what you did. Many would have said to Peter and the rest of the disciples who went out fishing with him, it is over with you. It is over with you. It's over with you. But Jesus himself came and said, because he sees into the future, he knew exactly what these lives are going to be in the future. The devil wants to keep them down, but he sees into the future. God sees into your future. God knows exactly who you will be tomorrow. And so when he is calling you today, it's because of your tomorrow. Amen. And uh, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? A great way of restoration. And God is asking you this morning, God is asking you this morning, do you love me more than this? Do you love me more than your jobs? Do you love me more than your children? Do you love me more than your wife, more than your husband? Do you love me more than your relations? Do you love me more than the money that you have? 
And so Jesus asked Simon Peter, do you love me more than this? He was asking somebody who had backslidden. And God is asking you who has gone far from him. And who is not doing his will. God is asking you, do you love me more than that which has held you? That which your heart has gone after. Simon Peter, do you love me more than this? Oh, Simon thought it was an easy thing. And Simon Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, feed my lambs. Feed my That's one category. Feed my lamb. A lamb is so submissive, is it? It doesn't talk. Doesn't make trouble. A sheep can be going this way. They are senseless. Jesus said to Peter, feed my word. There are some who will miss the way. There are some who won't know where to go. But you, you say you love me. Feed my lamb. Some of you are seated here. God is saying, feed my lamb. God is preparing you for a greater ministry tomorrow. You are here, God is preparing you for a greater ministry tomorrow because you are going to feed the lamb. There are some that are very heady. This is where you start to learn how to handle them because you will face them tomorrow. And God says, Simon, do you love me? He said, yes, Lord. He said, feed. What? my lambs he said to him again the second time Simon son of Jonah do you love me he said to him yes Lord you know that I love you he said tend my sheep. Another category. Now he said, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Now, if, if somebody calls you to talk with you and he asks you one question three times it means what it's serious very very serious if your husband turns one morning and he looks at you and says Rosanna do you love me you say yes 
He walks around, does some other things, and then come back again and ask you, do you love me? Something begins to go in your mind. Isn't it? Yes. And then he asks the third time, Peter. Then Peter began now to reason well. He said, Lord, you know that I love you. You are God. <clears throat> you know, sometimes we've been able to ask people, after many years of ministry, we, we know some of the things. When you see us asking you something over and over, over and over, don't think that it is for nothing. When you have an information and then you want to see the truthfulness of, of, of people, did you do this? No, 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 ba, 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 ba. So, okay, okay, okay. Ah, uh, sister, did you? <laughs> Go around again and come back, come back and say, I'm asking you again for the final time, did you? <laughs> Then you know it is what? It's serious. It's serious. And Peter said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I said to you when you were younger, somebody, or, or you did things your own way. You walk where you wish. But when you will get older, somebody is going to lead you. Now he was speaking to somebody that he was restoring. The man had gone away, and then Jesus was restoring him. And then he said, Lord, I love you. He said, feed my sheep, feed my lambs. When you were young, you did what you wanted to do. And this is where discipleship comes in. Listen to me, church. It is not always miracle, miracle, miracles, miracles, miracles. Some of you just run from one place to another because you have, you want miracles. It is not miracle, miracle all the time. It is discipleship that makes you to stand. Amen. It's discipleship. He said, when you were young, you know, when you are still a young believer, you are not yet matured. You are not yet matured. You run from pillar to pole in seek of solutions to your problems. You can do what you want to do. If they question you in the church, you can go to another church. If you don't like the faces of some people in the church here, you can change. That's the early age which shows immaturity. But Jesus said to Peter, there's coming a time when you are getting older somebody 
is going to hold your hand and begin to lead you. And your life will never be yours anymore. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. When God brings you back to himself, he wants to take control of your life and begin to lead you. You are not more yourself. That's why Paul said, you look at me, I am not the same Paul. My life is being controlled by somebody higher than me. The one whose cause I am after, and that is Jesus. He said later on in life, somebody will guide you. That means he was actually predicting the death of Simon Peter. You will die for this cause that you denied before. And I want you to listen. The Christian life is a life of constantly walking with God. And when you walk with him, when you have known him, he will become everything to you. Everything that you want to do, you will want to ask him. Lord, is this the person I should marry? Lord, is this the place I should go? I was talking to one brother here. And I said relocation is good. But at the same time, you should be able to ask God. And say, Lord, I want to relocate. Is it your will? Is it your will? Because when you are out of God's will, what happened to Simon Peter will happen to you. You will toil and toil and have nothing. There are some places, there are some jobs which people have gotten into. Oh, because they were desperate, they just say, okay, job is job. And then they got inside and that was the end of every good thing in their lives. Hmm? Just the same thing, like every gift is not a good gift. If you think that you pray and then a gift just comes and then you, without you praying, to say, Lord, this, is this the gift? And then you take it. You are finished. You are finished. And so, the Lord Jesus said, Simon, when you were young, you did what you wanted to do. But as you become older, you become more mature. You are hearing my word and my word is changing your life. I will control your life. I will lead you. And your life will be more productive. Amen? Amen. Will be more productive. The reason we have people in church that you always have to push them before they do something. Push them before, you do, before they do something. is because they have not yet realized exactly who is controlling their lives. The master who is supposed to, to control their lives. Jesus Christ. He said when you are old, somebody is going to lead you 
He said to Simon, Simon, follow me. Somebody say, follow me. Follow me. From a backsliding position to, to follow me. After he has done all and got the heart of Simon, he said, follow me. And from that time forward, Simon was never himself anymore. Amen. 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 Knowing Jesus is a revelation. Amen. And I want you to pray this morning and say, God, open my understanding of who you are. You see, because when Jesus resurrected, and these two guys were going to Emmaus, and Jesus moved up towards them, they were, they were discussing about what had happened in Jerusalem and discussing the scriptures without knowing exactly what the scriptures meant. And the Bible says when Jesus came closer to them, he now, after some time, he opened their understanding. Listen, I want you to pray right now and say, God, open my understanding. Let, let me know you. Oh God, let me know you. Let me know you. Let's pray together. Pray for yourself and say, God, Jesus, open my understanding. Let me know you. Who are you? Do you want to be restored this morning? Do you want really to come back to God with your whole heart? And you say, God, I've been playing with you. I've not been straight with you. I've been coming to the church when I feel good. When I feel good, I come to the church. When I don't feel good, I don't come to the church. Lord, that is going to end now. I give myself completely to you. Restore me and then commission me to be what I am supposed to be.